0: Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is spilled meat. <laughs> spilled <the> meat. why <laughs> this, this turn into Christopher <laughs> walking on not my scary part? part. <laughs> oh, God. Bitch, the pot, the tea is hot. Ooh. Ooh, that was nice. You like that? Very ghosty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Disclaimer is being saved for the end. We're going to like dive yeah. right in. Yeah. One uh, a listener said, hey, you guys should put that at the end. And we're like, yeah, yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we <laughs> yeah. should have. Why didn't we think Sounds of that? Sounds good. As long <laughs> as it's in there, because this podcast is growing yeah. and it's only a matter of time before someone comes at us <laughs> and, and says, you got this very tiny detail wrong. And we're like, hey, it's historical gossip. Yep. We're trying our damn best. Yep. As far as I know, everything we've done so far has been correct. It has been very well received. It's been, yes. So, we're doing okay so far. We do very thorough research, so. Right. But today, I wanted to do some spooky history a bit. Um, and who is freaking spookier than Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein? Duh, not a lot of people, not I would Not a lot of think. people. She's very macabre. She's pretty cool she's pretty tragic oh pretty sad um so with that being said trigger warning i mean like you gotta go into all these episodes knowing it's history it's it's bad yeah uh so (laughs) but like specific trigger warnings of like death of children suicide and traumatic childbirth oof okay yeah so okay (laughs) um I am personally a huge fan of the novel Frankenstein. I'm trying to make like a point of it to read it every Halloween season because I love it so much and I have like a really cool copy of it and I've heard rumors about Mary Shelley. And so where there is rumor and gossip, there is me wanting to spill the tea or the mead, I guess. Yep. And night. then here is Wide-Eyed Me, who has never read Frankenstein or <gasps> seen a movie. And I really don't know the story. So I'm the perfect person to. Oh I my know, God. like, you know, the, the table tipping up and like, it's alive. Yes. And like, that's. Okay. There it is. I feel like I want to give you like a quick summary on the book. Okay, just before we get into it. I do know that a lot of people think that the monster's name is Frankenstein, and it's not. It's not. Yep. He's nameless. It. He's just the monster. Okay. It yeah. is the doctor named Frankenstein. Yep, who yep, yep. Puts together all these pieces of people's dead bodies, manages to reanimate them. Um, makes it into a person, and then just like abandons the monster, just like runs off. Oh, okay. And So it's really heartbreaking. Actually, the it's it's a really sad. Book. I was gonna say it just kind of sounds sad. That it's doesn't even really sound sad. scary. No, because the monster is like giant, but he's really essentially like a child. Oh no, I can't do that then. And he's terrifying everyone. Oh, you would hate it. No, You'd I can't hate this. Book. I had to turn off. It's heartbreaking. Chappy. Like yeah, I, I turned it off. No, I made it like a not. I don't even think a third of the way through. You, so this you isn't, can't do this. Yeah, no, don't do <laughs> it. Don't. It's, it's very sad because yeah, he keeps like going and like trying to like make friends. No, no, yeah. Nope. yeah. Nope. Oh god. And so like I'm, the whole, I don't know. It's kind of the overarching theme is like was Frankenstein's monster was. That was the monster, the monster, or no. was Frankenstein the monster for abandoning his creation? Yeah. And okay. like Frankenstein ends up like murdering people and stuff, and it's awful, but. Or Frankenstein's monster, excuse me. Oh. Okay. But um, yeah, it's just, it's very deep and it's very sad, but I mean. It's very well written. Um, okay. But we just got to get in to Mary Shelley herself. That is, if you've never read Frankenstein, that's like the general rundown of it. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I care to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll start at the beginning, beginning with Mary Shelley's parents, um, William Godwin and Mary Wollstonecraft. Uh, both her parents are writers. Both of them. So it's no mystery where Shelley got her sweet skills from. Wulftoncraft. Wulftoncraft. Wow. Wulstoncraft, yeah. Wulstoncraft. Yeah. That's still pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a lot. It's a long name. <laughs> it is. <but laughs> yeah. Very cool. But it's cool. Uh, her father was a political philosopher, which sounds like my fucking nightmare oh my I was going to say, wow. That sounds terrible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, no. I hate that. Yeah. That, yeah. It sounds stressful just studying political f- the philosophy. Yeah, no, no you. thank you like all you do in politics i feel like is argue and now you're just gonna argue like but why but yeah, why but yeah, like you, oh, what a oh, terrible combo all of it yeah um her mom though is a badass uh i could go on about her mom for ages but honestly i'm gonna have to do like a separate episode about her because oh. she's like so fucking cool so Ooh. dibs maddie dibs. yeah you got um, it yeah. <laughs> but i do have to touch on her a bit because it's just very interesting she grew up in a very well-to-do family but her father was an alcoholic who squandered their money and he just beat his wife mercilessly um what a dick. Yeah. Wollstonecraft would stand in her mother's bedroom doorway to protect her Aww. and to stop her father from entering. And there are a million there are a million things that are interesting that happen in her life. But personally I think this is where her feminism blossomed. Okay. Because she was a very famous feminist. Uh Wollstonecraft grew into an incredible and successful writer of feminist literature. She very famously wrote, quote, The Rights of Women, like, book oh. called The Rights of yeah, Women. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. She gave birth to her first child, a girl named Fanny, who she had out of wedlock. Oh. Scandal. Oh, my the goodness. I am sorry. I think you mentioned it. Um, what year about is this like what okay so this is all in? happening just before 1797 which oh, is when whoa okay i this was way I'm, later than I'm, what i was thinking yeah okay i'm, okay, I'm okay. bringing you back but not too far this is around the yeah just to like set the scene napoleon war like uh marie antoinette whoa All that shit's okay. going on right now i thought i guess this is her mom i guess but yeah. still that's older than i thought okay mm-hmm. yep yep um, out of wedlock oof that's not yeah Mm-mm. still still not a time for that real not good um she had her daughter fanny with an american adventurer which is <laughs> wow really fucking cool that's just his job title what about bitch like yeah. she's got like ugh. An adventurer. Yeah. Literally an adventure. He ended up like fighting in the wars and then dying. And like, I like picture wild. him with like the little Indiana Jones hat and everything, you know? Like, oh, I cannot imagine anything other than Indiana yeah. Jones adventure when you tell me American adventure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So that relationship, for simplicity's sake, like did not work out. Uh, Wollstonecraft would later meet and begin a relationship with Mary Shelley's father, William Godwin. She became pregnant and gave birth to Mary Shelley on August 30th, 1797 in London. mm -hmm. Um, So, she got pregnant out of wedlock, but they did get married four months before Mary Shelley was born. Okay, And Mary, at this time, is not Mary Shelley. She is Mary Godwin Wollstonecraft. Yes. And... Mary Wollstonecraft kept her last name, which is a bad bitch move, especially for back then. Yeah, And this is coming from someone who is a feminist, but who also took her husband's last name, mostly because I liked his last name more than mine. Well, your last (laughs) name is cute, but I'm, yeah. I really Um, liked his last name, though. Yeah. Um, Okay. But they did end up getting married. Uh, Mary Shelley, who I will now just be referring to as Mary. It's confusing because her mom's name is also Mary, but now I will just be referring to her mom as Mary. Her mom. Yeah. Um. So Mary Shelley was born healthy and delivered by a midwife, but an issue arose when the placenta wasn't being delivered. Uh oh. So, in case you, I know you know this, Maddie, but in case you listener don't know, uh, because I didn't know until I became pregnant with my first child because the American school system really failed me, um, you not only have to push out and deliver a baby, but a whole ass organ. Like, I knew oh, what the placenta was. I didn't know, that I didn't know for you for a long yeah, time. That you have to, like, push out that whole fucking organ, too, yeah. after your baby. And some people say it's worse sometimes. For some people so it is. I, yeah, no, it's like, Labor again. Yeah, that's why people who have twins vaginally, it's like four times. Yeah, it's like, like four, four different times. Yeah, yeah. I Warriors. with my daughter like TMI. With my daughter, it just like came out. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I didn't push again. I just know that it just came out. So what a that was great. Fertile goddess, it, you it are. It was so wonderful. With my sons, the placenta really fucked me over and I had to have a c-section because that fucking placenta but um, yeah I know some people have to have it like pulled out I know like some people have to have like nurses pushing on their tummy to get it to like come out yeah I've heard that yeah and they call it a massage but it's not a massage (laughs) but that sounds like the most painful massage ever and back in the day it would get like stuck in there and like people would die all over the place you know exactly even now sometimes they have to like kind of scrape it out like it's rough oh even now you can get infected from, like, leftover pieces being in there. Yeah. Nasty, awful, scary. What a flaw by nature. Right? Like, that's, like... (laughs) We can create this whole (laughs) ass organ. Yeah. But God forbid a teeny little piece of it stay inside your body. Your body can't just, like, reabsorb it. No. No. It could kill you. Yeah. It's, like, it's been in there this long, but you know what? Get it out right now, though, because now you're going to die. It's been been cool for nine months, but now it's not. Get out. It also is wild to me how, like someone could just squat in the woods and give birth and be fine. Like, some people can do that. Yeah. Some people can just, like, give – they give birth on their toilet. They give birth in the bathroom, you know. And then there's some people who get scraped by a rusty nail and – They fucking dive tennis. I know. No, I I don't. Wild. I don't know. Okay. Humans. (laughs) Yep. All right. That was a whole spiel. Getting back to the placenta. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, Mary Shelley's placenta. Yeah. The placenta is really big. You have to push that whole thing out. And of course, many things can go wrong. So the placenta in this case is not coming out at all. Mm -hmm. So the midwife calls her colleague a doctor to come help out because obviously placenta can not just sit in your uterus rotting away. That will kill you. So the doctor runs in and starts pulling the placenta out and it's coming out in just bits and pieces. Okay. Oh man, that doesn't seem like it's supposed to do that. No. Uh, yeah. Um, It's not good. And uh, now he's having, he has to pull out every bit. He can't leave anything behind. Right. And he just has to hope to God that she doesn't start hemorrhaging. Right. Yeah. Because of all this. But he fucking does it. So he gets every bit of that placenta out. Mary's mom doesn't hemorrhage. Oh. And she still dies. Oh. Whoa. 11 d- days after Mary's birth. That was a big roller coaster. I thought she was going to be okay. And I was like, oh, God, all right? that things to say. i really looking up. Uh, so you're like, oh, he must have missed a bit of placenta then, right? No. He didn't. Uh, he got all out. That's not why she dies. Do you have any guesses? Uh, so many things can happen. So I, I know that this is like... Is it even related a to childbirth or... It's related to everything that just happened. Okay. Definitely. Uh, Probably didn't, like, bleed out over 11 days. Um, no, yeah. there's no hemorrhaging. I don't know. Like, okay. an infection. I don't okay, know. Okay, there you go. Yep, you um, got it. So, germ theory was not a thing yet. People didn't fucking wash their hands. Oh, man. So, the doctor's just coming off the street and using his unwashed, ungloved, and just very much not sterile hands to reach up and pull a placenta out of her body. God. God. and of course that's introducing a ton of bacteria what a rookie move yes yeah, so and like pulling the placenta off leaves like a scab <laughs> so it's oh, like like, like a dinner in- plate size scab in your body yeah yeah. so like his grimy hands are touching like an open mm, wound no. inside yeah nope I, hate, nope, nope. I hate that i hate that yeah so much um so she gets a postpartum infection, which leads to sepsis, Aww. which leads to her death. An agonizing slow death, too. I bet. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, so already just, like, a sad, dark, tragic beginning to Mary's life. <laughs> now we're going to get into Mary's actual life. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. No. So we haven't even gotten into it yet. Um, so now Mary's dad is raising her and her half-sister, Fanny, which, like, he in not have to. So, like, good for him. Yeah. I mean, maybe – we could consider that the bare minimum, but like, I'm glad he did. He, <laughs> he adopts up. her. Yeah, he stepped up exactly. Yeah. So in true fairy tale fashion, mm-hmm. William remarries, and Mary fucking hates her stepmother. Great. Uh, whether Mary's stepmother was actually a bad person is gonna vary from whatever source you're reading. Okay. Like some sources say that she was like, she was their next door neighbor, and she was fucking annoying. And then some sources are like, no, she like helped. Mary Shelley, like, published children's book when she was a kid. Like, she was really nice to her. She tried her best, but Mary was just like, you're not my mom, you know? Okay. Which, like, happens. That's a complex. Shit. It, it needs could therapy. have been a little bit of both, maybe. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I heard that, like, some of William's friends didn't even like the stepmother. So, maybe there's some truth okay. to this. Maybe she huh. was annoying. <laughs> um. The good part is that Mary loved her new stepsister, Claire, who's like eight months younger than her, so really Mm -hmm. close in age. Um, I also have to throw out there (laughs) that Claire's last name is Claremont. You know- Come on. (laughs) Claire <laughs> um so my middle name is claire and yeah. they tossed around having that be my first name and my grandma wanted my middle name to be sinclair oh no 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 sorry like madison sinclair oh, oh my gosh like, yeah or like claire sinclair it was like no mm- no. no i'm no, glad no. that that is not what they went with yeah nope. i like your name Thank, I think thank your name. You, I think your name's good. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's I right. Claire. I love the name Claire. Love Claire. Oh yep. my gosh, love that name. I like Madison Claire. Like all yeah. of that together. Sounds great. Yeah, Go Claire mom. Claremont. Sound. It reminds me of like a Clark Kent thing. I don't know. That's, I don't love it. That seems like your name was Claire, but then you fell in love with the guy whose last name was Claremont, and you're not and gonna it's not like marry him. shit! Like okay, what can I do? Yeah. yeah, and so now you're just fucking stuck with that name. That's the risk. Like it was a risk, mom. <laughs> yeah. Like. When you're all out here naming your kids' first names is last names. Last names is first names, I should say. So like, true. I could have been a Madison Madison. That is true. Like, you could have been a Madison Madison. Then oh, what? That's you a know? good point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad so, it didn't end up that way. Could have been worse, clear. Yep. But growing up, she received, uh, Mary received a very non-conventional education Um, she didn't actually go to school very much. There was like a six month stint where she went to a boarding school, but besides that she had governesses, a tutor who would come to her on a daily basis and was largely taught by her father too. Okay. Um, so it was like basically homeschooling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her dad did a decent job, though, because Mary became fluent in, like, a bunch of languages, like, Latin, including Latin, Italian, like, yeah. She was super well-read and super educated in in politics as well, of course, because her dad – like, she would have conversations with adults and could always hold her own, like, since she was younger. All One right. of those kind of situations, you know? If he was, like, a political philosopher, like, philosophers can teach you stuff, you know? They, they sure like can. Like, that, that's, you're good at that. Oh, yeah. You know? For like, sure. if you are a philosopher, you get your point across. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. And he apparently knew a ton of languages. Yeah. So, she so, was, like, very well educated for a woman of her time. So, that's right. good. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom would have wanted her to have a more formal education. It's what I've heard, but um, so it's kind of sad that she didn't get the education that her mom would have wanted her to have. Yeah, but at least she did. Like she was very successful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she did well. Yeah, She yeah. was very smart. Um, but when she was 16 years old, a young man Percy Shelley, who was a huge fan of her father's, came to visit, and Mary immediately had the hots for this guy. No, he was a poet. Ooh. And also a husband and soon-to-be father. Oh. Man. <laughs> yeah. Man, I loved it. I loved where it was going. Yeah. His last name's Shelley, though, so So I'm... you know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So William didn't approve of their relationship, but Mary didn't give a fuck, and they started a relationship. They fell in love, and Mary lost her virginity to the 21-year-old Percy on her mother's grave. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, of all places. She learned to write by like tracing the letters of her mom's gravestone. Like she had a weird affinity for her mom's grave, which is like very sad but also like losing your virgin girl uh, too far. It's like the steps that had to you know, be taken to get to that point. Right. So, like the, the various steps that it's going to take to get those layers and layers of clothing that they're both wearing off and enough at, for at penetration. No point is, is, yeah. no point is any either of you saying like hey maybe we could move this 20 feet to the right or left yeah or just like what's the conversation so apparently they had many of their meetings at her mother's grave site. that was like where they would meet up in secret okay so it's just like where they ended up fucking i guess it probably wasn't you know, if she was from a well-to-do family, I guess it was probably, like, a family, you know, like, gravesite, site. Like, not just, but like, a hope. local cemetery. It was, like, it was outside of a church. <sighs> I mean, well, I kind of like it now. Like, <laughs> okay. just broad daylight, like, yeah. outside of a little white stapled church. She's very spooky. She's just a spooky lady. Getting it. And it, it does kind of make sense. And, like, I don't love, like, 16 and 21 is awful. I also would like to point out his wife at this time... Mhm. <laughs> is sixteen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, he's so got a time. You know, yeah, apparently. Children. His, <laughs> yeah, that's his <laughs> children. Tight. Um, so, mind you, the the thing of her like losing her virginity on her mother's grave is a potential rumor. But given the facts and how much Mary was known to hang out at her mother's grave, I think it's it's not very unlikely. Yeah, to- and this yeah this is the podcast for that it's a rumor throw it in there (laughs) yeah exactly and that is the main rumor that made me want to look up mary shelley's i'd heard that before and i was like "Ooh, spooky bitch we gotta look her up oh god yeah here we are i choose to believe she lost it on her mom's grave in broad daylight outside of a church i simultaneously hate and love it yeah because like it just very much fits the theme of mary shelley like that's very her yeah but it's also, ew. Yeah. there is. It's poetic. <laughs> it's a thinker, the whole situation. You know yeah. And Percy was a poet. So And Mary was, too. She wrote poetry as well. Uh, Mary and Percy were totally in love. And so now they decide that the best decision is to run away together and travel Europe. That is the next step after you fuck on your mom's grave, for sure. <laughs> what other step is there? Yeah, Mary travel Europe. Yep. So Mary and Percy, along with Claire Claremont... Her stepsister stole away in the night and traveled for six weeks. Oh, yeah, wait, but no Fanny. No Fanny. Where's Fanny? Fanny stayed behind. Okay, which I don't love. I was really rooting for Fanny. It really depressed her that they left too. It did. It did. Oh, she's still part of it. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, she's fucking left out. It's rude. Yeah, it's not nice. I'm Team Fanny. So they stole away in the night, traveled for six weeks, and when they came back, Mary was pregnant. that that fast so quick and her dad and stepmom were fucking pissed and Mary and Percy were like whatever and they moved together moved in together anyways and Claire joined them of course which is just going to be like the theme of this whole thing they're like they're a little a thruple yeah Yeah. how cute Uh, Mm -hmm. um wait I'm sorry. I d- it's late, everyone. And also, we haven't mentioned it because we're not going to because it's sad. But <laughs> Emily and I are, like, still riding this, like, high off of the rim fair because it literally happened, like, one day ago. So yeah. we're very tired and very sad and in a weird mind my space. My still hurt. It's been a oh. few days after. And my feet are sore as hell all of me hurts and i'm so thirsty like so oh my gosh dehydrated chugging water like i have a weird bruise on my hand from where i hold the fan i think that's that's very cute (laughs) that's so weird i'm so (laughs) So dainty even my fan bruises me (laughs) did you say that he was married and had a kid or he was going to be married and had? no he already what like he is As all this is happening, he is married to someone else, a woman named Harriet. Okay. And has, like, he has one child with her at this point. And they will later have another child. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. But he's out with uh, Mary and Claire. Yeah, because, um, and this was going to be the thing I was going into. Anyway, so this is perfect. Uh, They were practicing free love. Oh, good. Which is exactly what it sounds like if you don't know what free love is. I don't know if Harriet like was into it though <laughs> like was uh, Harriet, Harriet was down with this into it. Okay. Harriet was not down yeah <laughs> she hated it uh, but you know if if you don't know what like free love is it's like a very 70s kind of thing but yeah. also like apparently it's a 1800s sort of thing as well uh cuz Percy believed that there shouldn't be any boundaries to love there shouldn't be marriage the might be marriage is no as cheating or adultery But there is after you get married, though. I feel like maybe he shouldn't have gotten married. He's a bit of a hypocrite, we're going to learn. Yeah. Um, And you just, like do whoever whenever I guess is kind of his philosophy yeah, Which, Mary like, sh- if you want to it's fine but everyone needs to be on board I was gonna say yeah like the uh, Harriet doesn't sound on board she's not even invited to, exactly like, the slam fest yeah here. Like, she's just like fair. back home yeah not having any fun she's not even getting to travel with you guys and it's sounding as though like Percy's banging Mary and like Claire von Claire Claire yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> exactly. huh. yeah so, yeah. but with that, another rumor to throw at you, which you probably saw coming. Yeah, Percy and Claire were almost definitely sleeping together. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I it's, hope so. So, it's reported by the stepmother, or Claire's mother, that, um, like, all of her girls fell in love with Percy when he came to visit. Okay. So, Fanny, Claire... And Mary all fell in love with him. Okay. But he, like, chose Mary, I guess. So, like, to be clear, because when you said, like, I he like rumors out of he was, like, banging Claire, too. And I was like, oh, good. I hope so. That's because, like, I mean, if you're going to be along for the rest, it's either he's also doing Claire or Claire is, like, sitting in the corner watching <laughs> them, like, petting a cat, <laughs> That's you know? So, true. so, like, you might as well be doing them Just get at on the, deed. the same time or right? separately. I don't know. Yeah. But, as like, long as fucking everyone's down, I'm down too. But, like, maybe the fact that it's really all on Percy here, the fact that he has a wife back home who is not okay with this. Right. Like, I mean, he it's left on him. They left Fanny too so I guess Poor like family. Mary and Claire just like to party and <laughs> they're now there they go yeah. <laughs> sailing the seven seas exactly. with yeah. purse. Good old <laughs> purse with little purse and yeah It I mean it, like at the very least it was inappropriate and flirty between them like he'd be like hey Claire let's go like strip down and swim naked in this river and Mary would be like Shut the fuck up. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so Mary's not into it either. Mary isn't very down. She like, it's one of those things. I she's am a teenager. So... Okay. Okay, okay, <laughs> let's just like clarify what's going on here. Yeah. Mary's a teenager, right? So she's in one of those things where he's like, free love, and we should just be with whoever we want to be with. And she's like, Yeah, babe, sure, whatever you say, because I'm in love with you. And so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to hit on your sister. And she's like, ooh, I hate that. Okay, yeah, babe, I'm, I'm a cool girl. I'm, I'm keeping it so tight. Like, I, I'm going to go with this. Yeah, it's one of those things. I know, I forget that, like, I don't think of, like, 16 back in the day as, like, being a kid, you know, because, like, right. they're, like, running households. But I guess, like, mentally. Oh, God. I think of me at mm. 16, 17. Oh, God, me at 16, 17 was a legitimate Obsessive psychopath. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. My boyfriends I, could have said whatever the fuck, and I would have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it, it kind of makes sense when Either you think of way, it that way. It was happening, I guess. Yeah. I think Percy was taking a, ad- I I mean, he, we know he was taking advantage of a situation because he's a bit older. And, uh, yeah, this, because th- they're both kids, Claire and Mary are both kids. Yeah. Well, and he's like, Absolutely having his cake and eating it too. Oh. All yeah. over the place. Yeah. Like everyone's cake. Oh. Like his wife's, these sisters, Percy's God not knows Who else? Seeing a single repercussion for anything. Yeah. Um <laughs> He this is also just like his fucking thing because Percy also had his friend Thomas Jefferson Hogg, so not just Thomas Jefferson. It is not Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson Hogg mm-hmm. uh, visit fairly often and wanted Mary to sleep with him. Okay. Yeah. Did she? Whether she did or not is debated, but I think likely not because she was pretty in love with just just Percy. Okay, and she was less into the idea of free love than him. Um, well, maybe she like wanted to make him jealous or something. I, it could be honestly. honestly. I have like zero reason to think that. I know nothing about Mary Shelley <laughs> beyond what you've told know me. That she doesn't love what's going on between him and her sister, but it didn't ever ruin her and her sister's relationship. Which is pretty crazy. See, so crazy. Uh, so I, I don't know. know. Yep. Um, she didn't... I don't know. She. I don't think she loved. I think she would have preferred to marry him. Yeah. Right off the bat. Okay. I don't think she loved this open relationship. I think she pretended to be into it okay. for the sake of Percy. Um, it doesn't help that at this point, Percy's wife gives birth to their child back home where he has abandoned her. That being said, though, Mary was at least... Very good friends with Thomas Hogg. So, whether they were romantically involved or not is debated, but okay. they were at least, like, besties. Okay. She wrote to him a lot. So, things continue on until in late February, Mary gives birth to a baby girl who's two months premature. Aww. Which is a lot, like, nowadays. No, yeah, that's not great. Yeah. So, the baby was doing surprisingly well considering premature babies typically do not survive in 1815, which is where we're at oh, at this God. point. Okay. Um, things take a turn here, though, which is going to start a trend of tragedy. So just another warning. This is very heartbreaking and hard to hear. Um, and I'm saying that not only to our listeners, but to myself as well. Like, this part is really... It's really rough. Um, so... <sighs> Less than two weeks after giving birth, Mary woke up to feed her daughter and noticed she was sleeping very soundly and decided it was best not to wake her. Uh, and when Mary woke up in the morning, the baby was cold. No. Um, yes, they were heartbroken. Mary did um, write, I believe it was, to Thomas Hogg. Um, she wrote him a lot about it, about how heartbroken she was about it and about like how it happened. Mm-hmm. And she had a vision where, like, she had put, like, she had a dream or a vision where her and Percy, like, picked up the baby and put her in front of the fire. And they were able to warm her back up and she, like, came back to life. Ooh. Which is very uh, foreshadowy yeah. of Frankenstein. Yeah. um, And just, it's just so sad. It's so fucking tragic. Um, and I'm not calling the baby the baby on purpose like she never had a name yeah she was never named yeah so that's why i've just been referring to that baby as the baby um so they were heartbroken but they managed to at least somewhat emotionally recover when mary gave birth to their son william less than one year after the birth of their daughter At this point, they were doing a bit better financially since Percy's grandpa had passed away. They had inherited a little bit of his money, so they began to travel a bit again. So Claire came to them and was like, hey, you know what would be super fun? What if we visit like Geneva for the summer and hang out with this guy I'm crushing on? Oh, by the way, I'm pregnant with that guy's baby. Also, that guy's Lord Byron. Oh. Yeah, that Lord Byron. I was like, going to say, poet. like, like oh. that Lord Byron. They all just know him. Oh, He's yeah, they're just besties. Oh, yeah. okay. They're friends. They met him in their travels and they're friends. Yeah. She just baby trapped Lord Byron. She sure as the hell did. Go Claire, I guess. Yeah. All right. So they rent this, like, villa um, in Lake Geneva, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is Lake Geneva not the place that Sissy was stabbed? Ooh, was it? Pause. Yeah, do pause. <laughs> Hi, okay. Unpause. Um, yes, she did. Yeah, Lake Geneva. It's, we're th- putting it on the list. Reoccurring character. Yeah. yeah. One day, Maddie, when we are not super poor, we are going to Lake Geneva because we have a place that two of our characters have had major things happen at. Yep. So, Lake Geneva. They all stay at a villa there with Byron and his physician friend. This ended up being like a really weird summer. It was unseasonably cold and rainy, which was the result—weird, like this is wild—of a volcano eruption in Indonesia. Oh, it affected the weather of the entire planet. Volcanoes are crazy. Cra- the way that they can affect the entire world—it was insane. Like, I'll do, I'll do an episode on it another dibs, Maddie. I'm sorry. I'm doing two dibs in one episode. Dibs away. There was a time in history where there were like years that went by with no summer because of a volcano eruption because it was just blocking the sun. For yeah. years. I don't remember what volcano that is. But we're doing one on that. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking insane. And yeah. also, well, I get, okay, this is the 1700s. This doesn't pertain now to Now 18. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't have anything to do with this episode. Just take this out. I'm just going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Back in the fucking day when you don't have science and you don't know what the hell is going on, I would think it was the end of the fucking world. And you have no clue. You think it's just a mountain. Yeah. Why wouldn't you think that? Oh, and then oh, all yeah. of a sudden, so then you're You're just living your life in fear that every fucking mountain is just going to, like, explode on you one day. Like, I didn't even ever think about that. That's fucking crazy. But then when it does explode, I would be like, this, like, even if I survived, I'd be like, the entire earth is exploding. Yeah. I hate that. I hate the idea of living in a world without the type of science we have now. I, I hate it. Eclipses. When that eclipse happened, like what, a few years ago, that mm-hmm. was the weirdest shit. And we it was so weird. Light. And oh. I knew what was happening. It was really bizarre, like looking. this weird stillness oh. and like the shadows are weird. Like it was. You freaky. would think, like no wonder religion took off. You would think exactly. That it's an act of God. Like that's fucking wild. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the amount of like theories there are. Like I don't care how wild. Theories used to be on like why things were the way they were. It makes sense to me because yeah. I'm like, nothing fucking made sense. No. They're so just. What else could you expect of them? They're just like trying their damn best. Yeah. That's like what we're doing about outer space stuff, essentially. We don't mm-hmm. fucking know. We don't like, fucking know. We know. don't have the technology to yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just making educated guesses, okay? Goddamn. Anyways, but. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Back to it. They try to pass the time this weird summer by reading ghost stories. Love that. But they're still, like, going off their rockers with boredom, right? Like, this is pandemic level, like, just chilling inside all the time. Um, so Lord Byron's finally like, okay, we're writers. Let's have, like, a writing challenge. Let's all write spooky stories in, like, a fun little competition before we just absolutely yeah either all kill each other or, like, the tension was just wild in this mm-hmm. one video. I watched the guys, like, the tension was so crazy. Like, it was either going to end in everyone killing each other or a massive orgy. <laughs> I was going to say, like, yeah, it's, it's some kind of tension yeah. going on. But um, but instead, they're all just going to write they're some ghost write. stories. And it I was love a that. great idea. Um, Mary was having writer's block at first, but finally one night was awoken with a vision of a body being reanimated with a machine. I think you told me this a long time ago.
1: Really? I think
0: you literally only told me I don't know where else I would hear it unless it was like some weird AP English shit, but I swear to god I've never heard about Mary Shelley or oh. Frankenstein or I've never read it. But, but that but she heard- had a vision. No, that they that there was a bunch of writers. Oh, yeah. stuck somewhere because of, of some I didn't know was volcanic. Well. Famous writers too. Yeah, and then yeah. they all had this writing competition. Mm-hmm. Like you had to have told me that because there's no way an English class would have just taught me that and then never discussed Mary Shelley or Frankenstein again. You know? Yeah, like, that's so true. <laughs> so yeah, Maybe. I wonder in what context you just randomly <laughs> blurted that out to me. That could have because I swear to God, nothing else has sounded familiar. I I, I mean. It could have been. It could have been. I, I love us. But I, however I do we too. got to yeah. That, yeah. It, <laughs> however we got to that point, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy we did. Because that is really interesting. Like, Lord Byron and Mary Shelley, like, who fucking knew? Right. Well, yeah. Worlds and what colliding. We, and it's still a weird circumstance because, like... Yeah, like, Claire was having Lord Byron's baby, but, like, Mary and Percy, like, don't need to be there. No. Like, it's weird. Like, the whole thing is just... But they have this weird grapple going on. And and it's like, wild. Jonathan Hawk's not there, but he was there for some... Like, what the fuck? What, what the do... fuck? And Harriet's back having babies, and Fanny's gone, and, like, Fanny's, I don't know Fanny's what way mad, Fanny's up. sad. Fanny's not having a good time yeah. back at home. Yeah. And meanwhile, Mary's having a vision of a body being reanimated with, like, a machine or engine or whatever, and she begins to write... What would eventually become Frankenstein? Yeah, I'm... So it took her a, a bit to like write it, obviously. It's a b- fucking book. Um, so the trip ends before she finished it. But when the trip was over, Mary, Percy, and Claire, because they're just a whole ass thruple by now, apparently moved to Bath altogether <laughs> to keep Claire's pregnancy a secret. Which is just so interesting because, From, like, they're like, oh, free love. But then they're like, don't tell anyone. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a like, weird dichotomy, I guess. Free love with contraception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can do whoever. Don't get pregnant, though. How did no one in this situation get syphilis is the real question. Is there no syphilis there's in this no story? There's no syphilis in this oh story. Oh, my gosh. Emily and I are having, like, a recording marathon tonight, so I'm doing my story next, and there's no syphilis in mine. <sighs> God damn what? it. So all of you who are going to make a drinking game out of every time someone, someone dies. dies syphilis. syphilis. <laughs> That'd sorry. be so fun. Have yeah, fun sorry. being sober. These next couple episodes are not for you, it's I a guess. Drought. Yeah. It's a drought up in here. <laughs> um, so they keep it a secret while they're there. Fanny. Fanny. there's There she is. Mm-hmm, is writing all of them because she's friends with Percy the other two are her sisters. Um, and she's writing them about just, like, how unhappy she is. So one of the letters actually, like, really freaked them out. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Percy just, like, runs back home to check on her. Just, just runs back runs, home. Just runs. Just Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was far. Yeah. He, like, travels in it's a like carriage. Months. You know, he's it's, it's the vision of him sitting on the carriage, like, <laughs> like go! <laughs> But, okay, like, really going to sober us up here. It was too late. Uh, Fanny had snuck away because she was still living with her stepmom and, I guess, stepfather, too. Neither of them were her actual parents. They really just dipped on her. They really did. So, she had snuck away to an inn in Wales where she had overdosed on opium on purpose for sure. Um, The reason for her suicide is kind of unclear, but um, I mean, there isn't always a clear reason for suicide. Like, it's often just depression is the reason Um, untreated depression depression. yeah Yeah. (laughs) so um there are theories though that you know it was because she was in love with percy but he chose mary instead or that she hated her life because once mary and percy and claire left then her stepmother was really mean to her or she was turned down for a job she wanted or she found out who her that she was like actually an illegitimate child. Oh jeez. I don't know. It could have been a bunch of stuff. It could have been all of it combined. Yeah. I don't know. But no matter the reason, it's really sad. Mm. So two months after her suicide, word reaches Marion Percy that Percy's wife has also committed suicide. Oh gosh. By throwing herself into a river. Oh. Supposedly she was also pregnant with Percy's Third child? That was pretty unclear. But like third child, when did he see her? So Percy, that's the next thing about. So Percy must have been making trips back to his wife to fuck. What? Because they had kids together, but for the most part, had abandoned her. Because that's, I'm sure, what was making her so depressed. Like right. I, I can, I can pretty confidently say that's the main reason she probably did that. Huh. Also, pregnancy will fuck with your brain.
1: Yeah, so that doesn't help either.
0: It does. Yeah, but. Not even a month after the body was found, Percy married an again-pregnant Mary. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Where, he, is there, where is Harriet's kids? Like, Harriet and Percy's kids. So, he does try to regain custody over them, and then um, Harriet's family, like, fights it. Oh, yeah. And so, he's like, <sighs> it's thought that he possibly married Mary, To make himself look better Mm. because like him having a pregnant lady with him, I don't know. Apparently, he was advised to marry Mary. Okay. (laughs) To look better in the court's eyes for him to get custody of his children. It didn't happen. He never got custody of them. I was going to say, I don't know what's going to make you look better right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. The children were, uh, the custody was given to like a clergyman and they were raised by that family clergyman yeah okay so that he never got his kids back um but the marriage did help at least when it came to mary's relationship with her dad and stepmom because remember they were not happy over this relationship especially because they weren't getting married right because as like unconventional mary's stepdad or mary's dad was he did not like the fact that they weren't married and they were like getting pregnant all over the place yeah literally all over the place all over the place um but they made amends as a result of the wedding so that's good at least okay (laughs) yeah Yeah. we have to focus on the good doesn't matter how we got there no (laughs) we're just gonna focus on the good uh not long after this both mary and claire gave birth to girls so the three begin traveling again (laughs) what whose baby was claire's Lord Byron's or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, gave, okay. she gives birth to Lord Byron's baby. <laughs> okay. And so, then after that, Mary gives birth to her baby, which is also a girl. And then they travel to Italy together. Okay. And they hand off Claire's baby to Daddy Byron, who said, yeah, I'll, I'll raise our daughter, but I don't want to hear from you anymore. Okay. To Claire. He's like, I don't want you to have any hand in like raising our daughter. Okay. Yeah. That well, okay, Byron. Yep. Uh, so around this time is when Mary Shelley published Frankenstein. She did so anonymously because the 1800s of it all. Yeah. Uh, she's a woman. <laughs> About like that little bit of 1800s going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Percy did like have his name and he like wrote like a, a forward to it, you know, like at the beginning. So a lot of people were like, oh, then he wrote it. And so, Percy actually got credit for it for a while. Okay. Which is shitty. Um, But it it quickly becomes, like, a hit. Like, pretty fast. And for the next year, Mary, Percy, and Claire just continue to travel around Italy, making friends and writing. And then, Clara, the Shelley's daughter... Dies of oh. dysentery. Oh, Clara. Okay. Clara. Oh, Clara. Yeah. Clara. Not Claire. Okay. No. Not Claire Sinclair von Claire. Yeah. This is Clara. Yes. The Shelley's daughter. She's one year old. Oh, baby. And she dies of dysentery. And a year after that, the trio still living in various areas of Italy, their little boy, three-year-old William, dies of malaria. Oh, my God. <laughs> Leaving them again childless. God. But not for long. Because Mary's fucking pregnant again. Yeah, she is. She's got it. she's got a knot. She's got a knot. How did she write Frankenstein, like, right? when she's just on her back, like, this often? <laughs> like, of good lord. Like, she is constantly, like, she's been pregnant constantly. She's 22 years old at this point. Yeah. Well, and Percy's really fucking going at it because he's also getting his his wife pregnant. Yeah. You got anything left? And he's fucking Claire. Yeah, he's not just like shooting dust at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, the Guy's fertility, got the fertility on this man. <laughs> so she has lost three children by the age of twenty-two, oh, and God. now she gives birth for the fourth time. So this time to a son named Percy after his father. Who? Spoiler, because we just need a little bit of, like, hope and happiness here. Okay. He lives well into adulthood. All righty. Yes. Um, back into the misery. Okay. Uh, so, amidst all this, like, traveling and more writing happening, because remember, they're all writers, so there's lots of writing and publishing happening. Yes. During all yes. this. Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, Lord Byron and Claire's daughter dies. At only five years old, God, she like of a fever. So, <sighs> how much can how many people kids? take? You know, yeah, everyone's just like fucking miserable at yeah. this point. The only ray of light is that little Percy's doing well. Frankenstein, the book is doing great. Um, they're still traveling around Italy. I would have like fucked off with Italy at that point, but they're still going <laughs> around Italy. <laughs> And most of their babies are just gone. Their marriage is now obviously on the rocks if it wasn't before. And they decide to head closer to the shores of Italy, at least, to, like, just get some peace by the sea. And so Percy is like, I'm just going to get some time with the boys. And so he takes his boat out to sea um, with one of his friends and, like, an 18-year-old, like, little helper. Well, a kid who was like just helping them. Okay. Um, so, unfortunately, this boat was not very well made. Oh, no. And when a storm rolled in, oh, it quickly God. capsized and the three men on board drowned. Oh, my gosh. Percy's body washed up 10 days later. 10 days? Mm-hmm. Wow. There was like a little stint for like legal reasons where they had to like bury him to be declared dead. I don't know. And okay. then they took him out, maybe. They were scared he'd be a zombie or a vampire. I don't know. That would kind of fit the times. Interesting, Um, yeah. But they pulled him back out, put him on a pyre, and burned him on the shores. And um, before it was, like, completely burned to ash, Mary took the heart from his body and wrapped it in silk. Some say she kept it. With her for the rest of her life. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking knew. I'm, like, <laughs> horrified. I and mean, I knew you would think that was cute. Was someone been, else this kept has a happened heart. before. Who else kept a heart? Who did keep the heart? Oh, man. Ooh, that's going to bother me. That someone is. kept someone's heart. We're going to have to, like, go back and look. Was it Nero? Oh, could be. With, like, the with the wife he was weirdly obsessed with. Papaya, or- yeah, yeah. It was someone. It was, it was someone. It was a long time and ago. And still, you know, it's just, you know, thought. Th- he was already dead. It's not like she killed him and, like, ripped his heart. I thought you were going to say that she, like, took it out and ate it. So the mm-hmm. fact that she was just, you know, yeah. going to, like, dry it like a little daisy and, like, <laughs> hang on sweet Yeah, I know. think they, like... It. I don't, it's something, there's something about them putting it in wine to yeah, like preserve it. it. I don't know. Yeah, Pickle, <laughs> pickle it pickle. like a better, Rasputin's penis. Better than pickle it a penis. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. I think it's sweet. It's, in some places it says that the heart was buried. I think it, it was, from what I could see, it sounds like both happened, like part of the heart. Mary kept with her, yeah, and part of it was buried. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> whatever. You <can> go off. <laughs> Either way, very macabre, very on theme for Mary. Um. So at this point, Mary is fucking twenty-six years old. Damn. That's it. So young. She's been through easily twenty lifetimes worth of trauma. Yeah, and is younger than I am. Yeah. Um. For the rest of Mary's life, she dedicated herself to writing. Um, and most of all, she dedicated herself to her son, her yeah. only living child Percy Jr. And although that Frankenstein was doing well, she was still very financially dependent on her late husband's father, who never liked her. Yeah, never liked his son, honestly, for that matter. And he told Mary, like you are not to write any sort of biography on my son. Or else I will cut you off immediately. And she didn't for a long time. And then she did. And then he cut her off. And then he died. Oh. And then she got all his fucking money. Yeah, there you go. And that's when she finally had peace and, like, was able to just, like, live her best damn life. There you go. Um. She flirted with men, was courted by men, was proposed to. But she was also possibly, and this is just interesting, bit of gossip. She was possibly in love with her friend Jane. Oh. Whose husband was the other guy who died in that storm that took Percy Sr. Ooh, they like bonded over the tragedy of losing their husbands yes. and found comfort in each other's bosoms. Apparently, because it's rumored that they had a relationship. But then Jane started telling people like, oh, well, like Mary's also really upset because like Percy was in love with me. and then mary's like okay fuck off jane yeah so that ended of here jane yeah Yeah. jane you're gonna be a pick me about someone's dead husband (laughs) yeah suck a dick you're the worst yeah um no one's picking you jane sit down he's dead he's not picking you um christ so yeah she never married again though um Mary, that is not Jane. I don't know about Jane. Yeah, fuck Jane. <laughs> fuck Jane, though. <laughs> um, she spent sa- t- her time seeing to her son's education. Um, her Percy wanted his son to have a formal education, so he did go to like a boarding school, but actually only went there during the day because Mary wanted to be close to him, so she moved right next to the school so yeah. that he could just go there during the day and still like be home. Yeah. Yeah, sweetie pie. Um, so... She then, after he graduated university, they, the two of them, just her and her son, just spent a bunch of time traveling together. He didn't inherit any of his parents' writing skills at all. Oh, okay. But he absolutely adored Mary, and she absolutely adored him. And they were all each other had left at this point. Right. And so Mary dies at the age of only 53. She had suffered for a couple years before this. Of like crippling headaches, no, oh, no, and like spasms and stuff. So she likely died from a brain tumor. After her death, in her de- desk was found locks of hair from all of her children who had passed, Aww. as well as a journal she had shared with her husband. Oh, wreck me! No, yeah. And that—that that is the story of Mary Shelley. I guess it is. Shit, it's real sad. Yeah, that wasn't spooky. It was. Sad. I told. I did. I told Maddie before this. She's like, "Oh, is this a spooky one today?" I was like, "It's a fucking sad one." Yeah, <laughs> it's real sad. She has spooky things about her losing her virginity on her mom's grave. Oogie that was, spooky. That was Keeping a life for me. Heart wrapped in silk. That's oogie spooky. Spooky, and that's pretty sweet. Yeah, she had lots of visions about Frankenstein, though. Okay, that, there was like a lot of visions. Yeah. Which, like, concerns me because, like, nowadays I'm like, was it a vision or were you mentally ill? I don't know. You never know. Either or way. was it just a dream? Dreams are good. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Right on a dream. Either That's way. How Twilight was made, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <World of laughs> that. If, if, if anything, <laughs> Twilight was. Another chef's kiss masterpiece wow <laughs> and so that's how we're gonna wrap this episode up is emily mentioning twilight in the same <laughs> sentence as mary Shelley and frankenstein as always team edward <laughs> god bye stay tuned for a fresh cup now it's time for a fresh fresh cup this cup is so fresh so fresh so, anyways, this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be um nice and creepy from Reddit. Um, what's what's that cool thing you say, Emily? I'm really bad at Reddit. Subreddit. Subreddit. Subreddit scary short stories. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Cool, 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 cool. And I hope you're scared, Emily, in particular, because it's fun when you get spooked. So I'm not going to tell you what it's called. <laughs> Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. Like, that's it. That's the scary part. I already hate that. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, I'm already terrified. <laughs> I'm, I'm very stressed out. <laughs> um, Anxiety's already through the roof. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle and hung up. No. I figured someone was fucking with me, so I called back, and they didn't answer again. I eventually gave up and counted it as a lost cause and headed home. Where I found my phone laying right on my nightstand, (gasps) right where I left it. No. (laughs) Which, that's the end of it. But that implies that there's someone in the house, and Emily is, like, so afraid of, like, squatters being in her house always. Which, they're not, Emily. They're not. I'm less scared with the house I live in now. Yeah. The house I used to live in, I was convinced. Convinced. I don't believe in ghosts, but I, be- I always believed there was a squatter living in my attic. But they never, if, if there was, which there was. By the way, I know it. I know it deep in my soul. There was a squatter living in my attic. I remember you did have one weird thing. <gasps> Didn't you catch my something on your camera? Door? Yes, my attic door would move. Yeah. I also have a video of it moving on its own, and I we would like to say it was the wind. If you believe in ghosts, you're going to think it's a ghost. It is. I saw it. I, yeah. That's the it, one it I was referring to. It very ghosty, to be fair. Um, but that door would move, like... It was through our garage. And I was like, easily, someone could, like, sneak in through my garage while I'm not here because I worked full-time then. Yeah. And they could just sneak in to my attic. And there was always a lot of creaking up there. Well, they were waiting for you to slip out and watch a show at a bar, so. Probably. They could answer your phone and be creepy. Make a creepy little laugh. I wouldn't yeah. have forgotten my phone, though. I would if I forget it all the time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. And even if you didn't, it would have been dead anyway. <laughs> 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 so, check right you now, Emily. Good point. Emily, what's your battery percentage on your um, phone right actually, now? Actually, while we were recording the Frankenstein episode just now, I was charging it still. So, so what is it? Though? It is at a whopping 44%. <laughs> That's as high as it's going to get, folks. Um, It has already died like three times today. Beautiful. I didn't charge it at all last night, as I don't most no- nights because I don't know why. Don't ask me. I don't know why. Oh no why I forget. I do every night. All right. See you guys next time. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 no fanny what the fuck is that it's a it's ah. a bug get it get it in it flies oh my what god the okay what's that well now i don't know where it is i think it was just a gnat but where the fuck did that come from what's that that was a big gnat it was a big gnat wasn't it i didn't it didn't look like a flying bug until it was on the until underside it was of your in cup the air. yeah that was so it's gone hmm Okay. Well, all right. right. Getting back to it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's what's going after. Yeah. (laughs)